This is Dr. David Shine, and welcome to Business Law 101. Now, strict liability is, as I mentioned, is kind of the bane of producers and people selling things because if you make something, you can be held strictly liable. And a couple of the examples, of course, are uh, uh, Bear Chemical bought Monsanto. Monsanto, one of their big sellers is Roundup. And of course, there are plaintiffs out there claiming that Monsanto Roundup uh, causes uh, significant cancers. So that's been a big uh, running dispute about whether they're strictly liable uh, for having made this chemical. Uh, another case that's very active today is uh, Johnson baby powder and saying that it uh, has trace amounts of uh, asbestos in it. And because of that, it may have led to um, uh, certain female cancers. And so uh, that's another example of strict liability. You made it, you should have known better and people are got cancer and that's your tough luck as a business. Now, one of the interesting doctrines is a, another word I want you to be familiar with is privity. Now, if you have a regular word processing program on your computer and you put in privity, it'll most likely underscore as spelled wrong, even if it's spelled right, because this is a very unique legal term. So the role of privity is uh, a situation where it means you're in direct contract. So for instance, uh, you uh, purchase a brand new Honda lawnmower for $600. You're using it and it shoots out a rock and hits your kid who's standing in the yard while you're cutting the grass and the kid gets a whack in the head and is at the hospital and all that jazz. And so the, 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 the issue becomes, well, the, the kid who got hit had, didn't buy the lawnmower. He didn't have a contract with Honda. He didn't have a uh, contract with the business that sold the lawnmower. Then how can his injury be the responsibility? Well, it's because over the years, the doctrine of privity of contract for tort liability has largely been removed. So for instance, uh, the same Honda lawnmower, you buy it uh, from your neighbor, so you're not the direct buyer anymore, and you're using this uh, six or seven-year-old Honda lawnmower, and it causes some injury or something like that. You can sue Honda for defective design or defective manufacturing. We're gonna talk some more about that in a second, but you do not have to have privity in meeting a direct purchase from Honda or Honda distributor. I want to just mention quickly the concept of the role of the uh, restatement. In, uh, we mentioned in our first class that the United States follows the British tradition of something called the common law or case law. Well, what happens after a few hundred years, the case law becomes pretty scuzzy and unclear. And so what happens is a bunch of academics and practicing attorneys get together and they, they work in groups to, to summarize the case law up to a certain point. And so uh, the, we talk about restatement second of torts helps to lay groundwork that gives each state some guidance in preparing their state laws 
regarding the way things should be interpreted. Also, if there's not a statute, sometimes the restatement is a reference point for judges to make legal decisions. So some of the things we're looking at under section 402 of the restatement second of torts is do we have a defective product that's unreasonably dangerous because of the defect that the owner of it, the purchaser has not modified the product or it wasn't modified after the factory and that there's a damage suffered using the product. And again, using my Honda lawnmower example is uh, one of the things that people commonly do is a safety feature on most modern lawnmowers is there's two handles. And in order for the lawnmower to keep running, you have to press the two handles together. The idea being is it keeps you behind and away from the lawnmower and you can't go around it while it's running and get your foot or your hand hurt. So of course, what do most of us do with the two handle lawnmower? Well, we tie the two pieces together with a piece of wire or string or uh, perhaps a, a piece of a coat hanger so that we're not inconvenienced by that if we need to move uh, some chairs in our yard or something like that uh, while we're cutting the grass. So that would be a modification of the product that may or may not uh, lead to the injury of someone involved in it. And then there's damage suffered using the, uh, the product, uh, of course. Um, now, one of the, 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 the troublesome parts about this is it's not just the manufacturer. So the, the Honda lawnmower uh, may have a Briggs & Stratton engine. Briggs & Stratton's responsible. Honda's responsible. The product distributor is responsible. It's sold at your local uh, lawnmower retail store, outdoor specialty store, and they also have responsibility. So everybody gets sued and of course it makes products more and more expensive as we have to continually ensure up the scale. Regarding torts, we looked at the restatement second a, a few slides ago. Note we are up to the restatement third of torts. And uh, so some of the areas that we look at with regard to product liability are manufacturing defects, design defects, and failure to properly warn people. 